Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Randy's out, but it's time for two introductions. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Well, great to have both of you here. Yeah, good weekend, Trey. Oh, sure. Uh oh, there you go. We'll get him. He got me. He said he he sure did. Yeah, we got you, Trey. We we got him. Okay, yeah. Okay, very good. How many times did you see the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Three times. That's great. I'll bet you loved Beautiful. it every time. It just kept getting better and better, especially <laughs> since my daughter's part was over in scene two, and there were ten scenes. Oh, wow. Goodness, 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 goodness. Amazing. I promise I never thought about getting up and leaving. <laughs> I'll bet you did. Uh-oh, it's clouding up. No, it's clouding can't up. Do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Okay, gosh, yep. we've got uh, mm, mm, mm. we've got several um, gangster museum and hat uh, live fan feedbacks. We'll make it to that here in a few minutes. Uh, let me see if there are any for Trey. But we do have a phone call for Trey right off the bat. How's that? It's Brady in Hampton, and he wants to talk to Trey Biddy. Go ahead, Brady. Uh, hey, Trey. I'm, I'm wondering about Quincy hey. McAdoo. How's his uh, yeah. recovery coming? Is he planning to come back and play, or, or kind of what's going on with that? I mean, the last I heard, the plan was that, and I, I just don't know where he is right now. I should have asked uh, Pittman about that the other day, but everything was kind of geared towards, you know, portal and recruiting and Bobby Petrino and stuff like that, and we just never got around to asking about McAdoo. But, uh, yeah, I haven't heard any update. haven't heard anything that says, you know, he's not coming back either. Okay. Uh, I just know I, I had a similar wreck a while back, and, no, it can be a, a long and lengthy recovery. So just praying for him and his family and, and hope he's doing well. Same for you. Very good. Right. That's nice. Thank okay. you. Thanks for calling, Brady. Right. Okay, let's see. First of all, I should say this. Um, Gridiron Chick wonders if Randy Rainwater got a new Justin Moore clause in his recent contract where he's required to miss at least once a week. <laughs> I love and miss that man every time he's not there. So, Randy, you are missed by Gridiron Chick. No, here's the thing. Throughout the course of the year, you get so many vacation days. And if you were listening, Randy was moving in the summer, and so he and his wife never got to take any kind of vacation. And so there's kind of this, if you don't take them, you lose them. So he's been trying to take one day a week here uh, throughout December. Uh, but I think that'll probably be over when we get back to January. So since that was one that addressed Randy not being here, I thought that uh, thought we should do that one. Okay, so you want to tell us about uh, Taylor Green? What do you know about him? Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting prospect, I think. You know, I, I, I like the kid a lot. I think that there are things that he could improve on from a throwing um, perspective he's got a big arm and that's the thing that jumped out to me aside from his wheels um, you know I watched a lot of video of him of course he was Mountain West uh, player of the week or excuse me uh, Mountain West championship game MVP uh, it was like 12-17 passing I, I watched his he had a 70 yard run in that game in fact I've seen him have a lot of 70 plus yard runs in his career he reminds me mostly of Matt Jones that's the guy that Whoa. when I watch him run, 
I see a guy that, you know, kind of kicks his butt with his heels when he runs, just a long stride. People take terrible angles on him, and that's who jumps out to me. I know a lot of people would like to, you know, maybe say Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the closest thing to Lamar Jackson since Lamar Jackson to me has been Jaden Daniels. Um, so that that was where I maybe put that comparison. This guy reminds me of Matt. Kind of got like maybe like kind of a sidearm. It's hard to tell just on video, right, without seeing him in person, but kind of maybe a sidearm type of delivery. Very good athlete. Maybe a little better, um, you know, maybe a little more elusive side to side. I don't know if he has, you know, four three nine forty speed like Matt had. I do know in 2019, and obviously that's several years ago, at the opening he ran a 4.64 in the 40-yard dash. He had a 38-inch vertical was a pretty elite high jump or excuse me long jumper in high school also you know but was the kind of guy that was recruited by uh, Boise State um, Central Michigan you know schools along uh, those lines and started for, as a redshirt freshman for them they went 10 and 3 that year last year uh, this year they got off to a kind of a rocky start but started putting it together obviously mid-season uh, after you know kind of a rough start they went to a two quarterback system with him he actually played really well in the games that they won and didn't play very much in the games that they lost. And, you know, one had an interception in one of those games. And then he played, you know, most of the last three games, which were all wins and actually pretty good, uh, especially that Mountain West uh, title game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a guy that's being pursued by, you know, a lot of other big-name schools, including LSU and the SEC. LSU was after him. Uh, so I think that they see a lot of potential. The, the only thing that concerns me is the word potential because – it's do or die, <laughs> you know, this year. Mm. they got to win. And, you know, is this a guy that they feel just needs a few, you know, areas here and there where he can they can improve him a little bit more as a passer? Um, or is it, you know, is it going to be a project type of deal? I don't think it's – I think project would be a strong word because this guy's really gifted athletically and, and just bigger than everybody else at 6'6". You know, he's he just looks like the biggest man uh, out on the field. So, um Really like the way he runs. Um, you know, he's got a really strong arm, and I saw him, you know, fit it in some really tight windows. Uh, but, you know, probably could work a little bit on mechanics. I don't know how much you improve mechanics at this point in a player's career. You know, Jim Chaney used to say at this point, you know, their mechanics are their mechanics. He used to say for every one hour you spend practicing throwing it the wrong way, it takes three hours to uh, to correct it. So, mm. um you know, he's not, uh, you know, just your standard prototypical quarterback. He's 6'6", 221, runs a lot like Matt Jones, um, has a really live arm, not the purest throwing mechanics. And mainly, to me, what I see is just more of a sidearm type of delivery. And I don't know if that's something that Petrino want to fix, but this is a guy that they zeroed in on. Like, this this is our guy, and did it pretty early, actually, and um, brought him in first, and, you know, had offered him, obviously, and um, and and wrapped it up. So uh, him and Jacoby Criswell will compete for the starting job. Who knows what's going on with KJ Jefferson? I just it's perplexing. Um, I and every national guy I know that has insight into the transfer portal uh, had him leaving. I assume that's still the case. Um, so we'll see what happens. But there hasn't really been a peep uh, out of KJ Jefferson right now. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of. Kind of tailing green in a in a nutshell there. Um, really, I really like him as a as a as a guy with just he's just such an athlete, you know. Um, that's what jumps out to me mo- most of all. Trey, Rick, and I talked about this a little earlier. What do you, what do you read into KJ's silence? I, I have plenty of theories. I don't have answers. Um, I think <laughs> that the plan for him this season, I know the plan for them this season was to put together a good year and go to the NFL. And um, I don't think he probably was in love with the feedback he was getting on his chances at the next level and kind of threw a curveball in it. Um, you know, so do you come back to Arkansas? Do you go somewhere else? What's the money like? Is the money the same at Arkansas as it was last year? Um, you know, I bet or, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think it would be either. Um, are the, they're the same... I mean, you know, according to last year, you're coming off nine-win season as a quarterback. So, uh, you know, I, th- I just think that there's probably, you know, I don't know, not coming off nine-win, coming off seven-win season, but uh, mm-hmm. I just think there's probably, 
you know, maybe some things that he was expecting to be out there that may not be out there and trying to trying to kind of weigh the options right now. I think it's I think it's just a matter of time though. I mean it's got to be just a matter of time. Well, wouldn't you, wouldn't you, as a head coach, be pushing on him, saying we, we need a decision? Well, I mean, I think they probably have a decision. It's just not public. Okay. Don't That's you what think, I would think that they're they're recruiting as if he's not going to be here? And don't forget Malachi yeah. Singleton, who I, I've yeah. only seen him practice a little bit. He's a pretty talented guy. You got another yeah, one like coming Malachi. in in Jackson. So uh, if all of a sudden you've got four quarterbacks besides KJ. I, it just doesn't make sense that they'd have five, would they? And you, don't you think, don't you think that Green had to be told, hey, you got to compete with the Criswell and Singleton and and Jackson, but mm-hmm. but KJ's not going to be here. Don't you think they had to have told him that to get him? I would think that. I would think that, you know, this is a guy that's being pursued by a lot of other schools. I mean, he, it wasn't like he's, you know, Boise State and that's it. It's, you know, LSU and Cal and Baylor, Miami, Michigan State. I mean, there was plenty of schools that were, that were after him. Um, so I don't know why you would go to a place where, you know, the quarterback's coming back. Yeah. Wow. And then you do wonder what KJ's options are. I, again, I, I said earlier in the program, I was watching a podcast from a regional guy who's kind of like you, and but he covers all the South. And he said his word was that KJ was going to go to South Carolina, but yeah. they've got a quarterback that they were they've been grooming to be their starter next year. And the guy that was doing the report likes KJ, but he thinks the guy they're grooming's better. So you do wonder what his options are. I do, yeah. And, you know, there's been talk about Mississippi State with him, too. And, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, technically it's all tampering, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but wouldn't it be there's sad? There's really discussion going on before you've entered the transfer portal. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it <laughs> be that's, sad? That's, that's the world we live in. I mean, I can tell you where, you know, there are players that hit the portal, and I can tell you before they hit the portal, and this has been over the years and this year, um, I've heard before they hit the portal where they're going and yeah. what kind of deal's been offered, um, and they they end up going to that school. Well, wouldn't it be sad if KJ, with all these records he's broken at Arkansas, went somewhere and didn't start? I mean, and yeah. you think about Mitch Mustaine. You know, he started. Yeah, he didn't start the last two or three games that year, but he started much of the year. Went to USC and started one game. That it'd be that that was sad, and it's it'd be sad to see KJ do that, go somewhere, and all of a sudden he's not playing much. Yeah, and I, I think KJ's a good quarter. I know he caught a lot of flack this year because they didn't perform very well, but I mean, I just. It's not like he just all of a sudden, you know, completely forgot how to do anything. Yeah. I think the offensive line, tight end, his protection, running backs, the whole the whole lot of it uh, played a huge role in, in why he struggled so much. The changing in the offense and all that stuff. You put K.J. back in Kendall Browse's offense, um, then I think we're all like, yeah, get him back. Um, you know, with some protection, obviously. But, you know, and and fans, you know, fans can be very fickle back and forth. I, and I get it. I am too. Um, and everybody wants the new the new quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as they say, the the freshman quarterback's the hottest name yep. on campus for yep. you know anybody that's a diehard fan. So, uh, but KJ, you know, led Arkansas to a lot of wins. You don't just set all those passing records, you know, just out of the blue. There's been a lot of quarterbacks that come through here. Every quarterback that has come through here and hasn't. You know, put up the numbers that he has throughout a career. So, uh, I'm okay. hoping he'll be remembered fondly here. You know, yes, in this day and be. age, when you like talk about, I always think about a guy. You know, 15 years from now, and uh, you know, is, is KJ going to have his moment at center field of the, uh, you know, the Arkansas Ole Miss game? You know, um, to be recognized because it almost feels like those days are just kind of, kind of going to go away. Okay, I've got a couple questions for you on our uh, Hot Springs Gangster Museum and Hat Store live fan feedback. This is from Frank Smith. Now, I know, Trey, that you don't talk a lot about recruiting. I hope you know about this guy. He says, try, ask Trey his take on Samuel Franklin from Little Rock Central. Really good player on not-so-good teams. Didn't get proper exposure. Yeah. Wanted to go to Arkansas. Anyway, what can you tell us about him? Yeah, he's the UT Martin um transfer oh he, yeah it's central 510 195 pounds he ran for um almost 1400 yards last season 11 touchdowns 
Um, but he's a guy that they're pursuing at running back, yes. Okay, very good. All right. And, uh, hey, and that uh, happens, too. Like, you know, this guy's, what's UT Martin? Their division at FCS, right? Hmm, I think so. <clears throat> I had a guy that w- I was just talking about the transfer portal. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand this because I see, you know, people tweeting and on Facebook where people are going, uh, typical Sam Pittman, you know, just the mass exodus has begun, just, you know, ticked off. And I'm just like, they need at least eight <laughs> yeah, more, more to get out of here. You know, they do to, to get their issues fixed that they're, that they're talking about that they need to address. They need, they need a lot more attrition. They have one spot left. You think they're just going to not bring in any more offensive linemen? Nope. <laughs> I don't. In fact, so, that's the next question is yeah. uh, well, from Larry this guy, I just want to continue my line of thought here because this okay. guy, this one guy replies to me. He's like, well, the problem is they're losing SEC players and replacing them with FCS players. And so that got me thinking, like, well, first of all, most of the guys, they're going to lose some good players, but most of the guys they're going to usher out are guys that couldn't, you know, weren't going to play, just hadn't hadn't cracked the roster. So I don't know. They're going to transfer down to FCS and, you know, other programs. And then I'm thinking, well, who are all these FCS players? Hmm. Because there's not any right now. And last year there was one, Andrew Armstrong, and he led the team in, and receptions, and you know Isaac Tesla wasn't FCS. He was actually Division Two, which is a step below that, and he was second on the team in receptions. And then the last FCS guy they brought in before that was John Ridgeway, and he's in the NFL right now. Mm. So there are good players, yes, sir. You know, on Group of Five and FCS levels who may not have been recognized out of high school. They may have hit late growth spurts, um, you know, all kinds of things, and then they dominate on those levels, and so they start getting looked at. Look at the kid from Missouri who just ran for 1,400 yards. Oh, yeah. I mean, what level was he on? State. CD2? Truman State. That's Truman State. They had, yeah. to be- they had to beg Mizzou to take him. Yeah. Yeah, so I bet they're glad they did. So I'm not saying just like, like you don't load up on FCS players. You load up on SEC players who are playing in the FCS, and there are guys like that. And, and every school recruits them. And, you know. You can't also forget about the Jaheim Singletary's and J- uh, Hayden, you know, Jaden Hazelwood, and um, you know other five-star guys that they've brought in. Drew Sanders, you know. So just keep that in mind, and you know, you got you got to continue to improve the roster. I always say this too. You know, Arkansas's roster last year to me is the best one that Sam Pittman has had, and better than a lot in the past. And I, I believe that. The thing that we have to remember is everybody has access to the transfer portal. Everybody's roster than it's been is better than it's been in the past, due to the ability to quickly fill needs in the transfer portal, and due to the ability to you know have a lot of fifth-year, six-year guys back because they still have that COVID year that's still lingering out there. So the rosters are just better now than they used to be across college football, especially on the Okay, you know, I mean, let me ask you boys. here. we we got other questions for you here, Trey. And uh, I've hey. got two on our live fan feedback. we got a caller waiting. Mick, can I do this from Randy real quick? Yeah. All right. Uh, Randy says, Lane Kiffin is in Melbourne at Jalen Dupree's house as we speak. Mississippi, Mississippi State follows. Deion Sanders comes in after that. And then Colorado State visits tomorrow. Okay. Well, that means he's been heavily recruited, isn't he? Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there. That's okay. Okay, Trey, uh, this is from Larry D. Which position on the offensive line is Arkansas's biggest need from the portal? Will any of Arkansas's starters last year on the offensive line be a lock for this year? Any of Arkansas starters on the offensive line last year be a lock for this year to start? Yeah, to, to start, yes. Yeah, well, I don't know if you'd say any, but I think they're probably going to try to bring in like four offensive linemen is what I would I would probably guess. And so um, I don't know if anybody would be a lock to start. Joshua Braun would have a you know good edge. Brady Latham hasn't announced whether or not he's coming back or not. Um, I would assume he is, um, you know, but he's obviously a multi-year starter. He has a chance to break a lot of records at Arkansas um, in terms of starts and be the first fifth five-year starter, I guess, ever at Arkansas is a possibility. Uh, I think that center is a big area that's got to be addressed. Um, you know, they have Amari Wiggins that they brought in from junior college last year. I just don't know that Wiggins is is quite big enough to be a starter in the SEC. And so there's, you know, there's a good number of guys that they've, that they've targeted. Um, 
Easton Kilty out of North Dakota would be a guy to look at. Um, who's got one year uh, left, 6'5", 305. Um, Remington Strickland at Texas A&M is another guy that they have offered. Um, and I think they're bringing in some guys this year, too. There's bring, they're bringing in a guy from San Jose State, San Jose State who plays um, uh, uh, center. They're bringing in Geno Vandermark from uh, Michigan State, who's an offensive lineman. Or excuse me, the guy from San Jose State is actually a tackle. He's uh, the number five tackle in the transfer portal, five-ranked tackle in the transfer portal. Uh, so um, this could be a big weekend for offensive line visitors. Okay. All right. let's, see if, let's see if we can get Michael and Conway on and get him with Trey before he's off. Okay, Michael, here's your chance with Trey Biddy. Um, Are you there, Michael? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, go right ahead. All right, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Trey, but I'm going to ask a question. Uh, KJ set all the records. It took mm-hmm. him three years. But oh. the records he broke were set by quarterbacks in two years, correct? Yes. Right, but none of those quarterbacks put up the rushing yards he put up. Correct. Well, yeah, right. uh, yep. Like I said, correct me when I'm wrong, but I'm just kind of curious on the passing records. Mm-hmm. It took yes. him three years for their two. Is he really that good of a passing quarterback? No, he's not as good as Ryan Mallett. He's not as good as Tyler Wilson many or Brandon are. Allen. No, not even close, but none of those guys can touch him as a runner. Um, right, yeah, Matt Jones probably be the closest one, but right? Here, hey, here, here, keep this in mind, though. Keep this in mind. Um, only Brandon Allen ever had a year as good as K.J.'s two best years from an efficiency standpoint at quarterback. K.J. owns the number two and number three most efficient passing years in program history behind Brandon okay. Allen. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that, Omar, that's what I wanted to know. I figured there's I another wrong, offensive lineman from Montana State that's supposed to be visiting also um, okay. that they really yeah. like. So, All right. Some FCS Michael, guys you. for you guys to chew on. All right, Trey. Well, we'll be chewing on it till we talk to you tomorrow. Okay. We're back Bye, on Drive Time Sports. Listen every Wednesday when R.J. Hawk joins his old buddies on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Stacked commercial truck and trailer repair is not only truck and trailer focused. They service and repair all types of equipment. Forklifts, boom lifts, excavators, dozers, loaders, and more. From warehousing to excavating, they've got you covered. Go see why Stacked is known for having some of the friendliest staff and most knowledgeable technicians in the industry. For trucks, trailers, RVs, material handling, or construction equipment, stacked commercial truck and trailer repair in Whitehall. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Drew Self in Hot Springs, Todd Matthews in Benton, or Alex Blake in Little Rock today. Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, Get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here, and it's here to stay. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. These all-natural treatments repair and restore damaged joint tissues, giving you pain-free and movement again. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds for QC Kinetics. Call now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That number one more time. 501-222-8440. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. 
Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Hey, did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal, just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Hey, did you know when the year ends, so do the deals? It's your journey. Own every mile at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days, or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end January 2nd. Call 469-613-0227 for details. Robert Irwin Jewelers. They make custom designing your engagement ring risk-free and easy. Have it your way. If you can dream it, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make it. Now, Robert Irvin Jewelers can make your engagement ring from a picture or a drawing, making it possible for you to create a ring that is uniquely yours. I don't think of the malls and all the busy things that are associated often with the Christmas rush, but uh, by the way, at Robert Irvin Jewelers, they have two locations. One is in the McCain Mall, and then the other is in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in West Little Rock, next to the Fresh Market. They've been in business since 1977. Go online at rijewelers.com. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. As we return to Drive Time Sports, I can see how Randy has uh, is tries to balance the uh, phone calls, which we don't have any right now, so you can give us a call, 501-661-1037. And our uh, Gangster Museum and, and Hat Store... Um, live fan feedback because there's a whole lot of live fan feedback now. Ray Tucker's with us. I'm Rick Schaefer, and is is Landon Leach with us? Yes, he is. Well, welcome back to the show, Landon. It's nice to have you on again this week. Yeah, glad to be here. Well, let me just I'll I'll give you one of the live fan feedback questions in because it could be for any of us, and you might want to address this. This is from Steve White. He says, if Sam had to do it over, do you think he'd have paid the extra to keep Bryles? Yeah, I mean, obviously, looking back on it, I, I think that you would. Um, you know, I, I, it was a tough situation he was in. Uh, you know, when Browse year in, year out, he's flirting with different jobs. And, uh, you know, the players up there know it. Um, and the coaching staff knows it. And, uh, you know, when when every time a, a new opportunity is popping up as far as a OC job and and he's flirting with it just to try and get a little more money, a little more money, I think there becomes a time uh, as a head coach that, yeah, you've got to move on, or you think that you do. Uh, now, I think where we messed up was, uh, you know, with the hire that we made, going from such a drastic change from a browse run offense uh, where you've got the, the wider splits, uh, more of the um, matchup type offense, uh, quicker offense to let's slow it down, let's um, – you know, run basically an NFL type offense, and and there's just so much more to learn, and it and it's hard to do, and it's even harder now because you're limited on the amount of time that you get with the players now. Um, I, you were technically when I was up there, but <laughs> we all know that uh, there were ways around everything back then, and, and there are now, but but they are limited on how much time they get with these kids each week, and so I think that, that was the bigger issue was uh, the hire that we made to to go from in such a uh, drastic different uh, direction. Okay, this happens every time um, there are players in Arkansas that people wonder why Arkansas doesn't recruit, and I don't have the answer. My thought is there are more recruitable players in Arkansas than Arkansas goes after. That's just my opinion. I'm not in their video rooms. I'm not in their scouting rooms. I'm not talking to their coaches. But i got to believe there are some players that can play in the SEC that they don't recruit. So here is from uh, Bill Williams on the... Gangster Museum and Hattery in Hot Springs, and I should know that. I've been there several times. Uh, live fan feedback. I was at the semifinals and finals 
Dendy, who's number six for Pine Bluff, is just as good as Crutchfield. Okay, so he's talking about a player I know nothing about, but he uh, he's also good. committed to Missouri. Committed to Missouri. Okay, doesn't mean they can't go get it, go after him because other schools don't. They go after Arkansas's recruits. In the finals in Little Rock, Parkview has seven or eight guys that Sam Pittman should be on right now. Uh, I don't know that. Have you seen them play, Landon? What do you think? I watched them against uh, Bryant very early in the year. Uh, Very well-coached team. Uh, They definitely had some guys that looked like had some potential. Now, again, that was me watching from afar, uh, not really knowing who anyone is. uh, But, yeah, they definitely had some guys stand uh, stand out against Bryant. Uh, again, that I believe he's a safety uh, that's a sophomore, maybe a junior this year uh, that Arkansas's on. Um, but yeah, they've got some guys that have potential, and uh, you know it, it's hard to to say just watching a high school game. You got to watch some film and see some measurables and, and some quickness, agility type things. But uh, they definitely have some players on that team. Rick, can we uh, we go back to the text I got from Randy a little earlier. Yes. Uh, anyway, Randy had sent us and said, Lane Kiffin is in Melbourne at Jalen Dupree's house as we speak. Mississippi State is in at 4 o'clock. That was this afternoon. Deion Sanders in after that. Colorado State visits tomorrow. According to Dupree's father, Pittman and Petrino are nowhere to be found and have not made any contact. And this is running back at Malvern. Okay, you know, and again, here's the situation that you have to ask. How many running backs does Arkansas have? They already have two committed, and uh, they must believe that those two are better because they, um, you're not going to bring in three or four running backs. You just, you just don't. And so uh, I'm guessing that is because of the commitments they already have. And certainly if he goes and has a career, good career somewhere, somewhere else, then that won't look good for Arkansas unless the two that they've got committed end up being better than he is. That, that's all you can say, really, right? I mean, the, the coaches choose who they want to recruit, right? Right, and and I don't know anything about uh, – uh, I shouldn't probably say that, but I, I've never watched the Dupree kid play. I've heard great things about him uh, just by – when uh, Ray just brought that up, I, I picked him up on Twitter real quick just to look at a couple highlights, and he reminds me uh, uh, size-wise of, of Braylon, who we're bringing in already from Benton. Uh, not as they big, had to fight not the kid. right, exactly. So uh, I think that uh, you know, from just looking at what I saw just then, my thinking would be that they you know looked at both of those guys they decided they want to go with Braylon and and uh you're probably not going to bring two of the exact same type of kids in uh you know in the same class especially from the state of Arkansas so sometimes you got to make those tough decisions exactly okay as our dogs make tough decisions as they go bark at somebody right now it's really nice <laughs> poor timing uh so how many uh, dogs yeah. do you have Rick well, we got three, but they sound like six right now. And, and unfortunately, I don't have any... Usually when that happens and I'm on with Randy, I can turn it down. But uh, they've stopped for a while. So here's a here's a history question. Uh, so let me go back because this was asked of me. i got to find it. But somebody asked, why did Arkansas not integrate its football program until 1969? And so the issue is that Frank Broyles integrated the football program at the University of Missouri in 1957. Uh, He signed the first two black players to ever play at Missouri. Freshmen were not eligible, so he never got to coach them because he came to Arkansas after that season. They turned out to be good players, and Missouri's program took off from there. Um, When he came to Arkansas, he immediately asked permission. At that point, nobody in the Southwest Conference and nobody in the Southeastern Conference was recruiting black players. He wanted to do it right away. They wouldn't let him. Uh, so he went through the 60s, and like all the coaches, uh, didn't do too much. Then all of a sudden, Jerry Levias comes in the league for SMU, great player, and uh, was a senior in 68, I believe. In 66, they went to the Cotton Bowl when Arkansas lost to Texas, a- or Texas Tech in its last game. Levias was a great player. And uh, finally, uh, whoever gives permission said Arkansas could recruit in 1969. John Richardson was the first. The real landmark integration class came a few years later, and uh, Muskie Harris could speak to this certainly. Uh, he came in, and there were there were I mean there were a large number: Dennis Winston, Curtis Townsend, 
uh, I could name a bunch of them that came in at the same time. And that certainly changed the trajectory of Arkansas football much for the better. So that's it's a sad commentary. I go back and think, why did it take Major League Baseball until 1947 to integrate? Absolutely no excuse for that whatsoever. But unfortunately, we lived in a society where that did happen. So there's there's your history lesson for the day. Okay, let's see. All right, so Landon, um, I don't know how much you know about, you obviously study quarterbacks. Do you know much about Taylor Green? Uh, Trey gave us a, a little rundown on him. Do you know much about him, the guy that's committed to Arkansas from Boise State? Uh, again, I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, got a tip on him about a week ago, I guess, uh, right as his offer was going out, and we started talking about him. So definitely pulled up some of his film. Um Kind of like Trey said, there's a lot to like about him. There, there's a uh, a long way to go as far as being a quarterback. Um, you know, I heard Trey keep saying that he he a sidearm. Uh, I kind of compare his throwing motion to Vince Young. Uh, it's what it looks like to me. Uh, mm. It's just a it's a little awkward, but um, the ball comes out well. He throws a a, a nice catchable ball. Um, it's got a good spiral on it, uh, even with that motion. Um, you know, I want to preface this before I, I say this. He reminds me of a, a mix of, like I said, Vince Young just because of his throwing motion. Uh, as Trey said, uh, Matt Jones with his running. But he reminds me a lot of Jaden Daniels when he was at Arizona State. Ooh. Just really, really raw. Ah. Um, you can tell he understands the game, uh, where he wants to go with the football. Uh, it's just his footwork is is really really poor. That that's the issue right now. So you're what you worry about is uh, how quickly he can get that footwork worked out. Now he's got one of the best to ever do it with Petrino. Uh, but again, you're going to get spring practice and then you're going to get a little bit you know of fall practice before games start. So uh, you know how much are we able to teach him uh, when it comes to footwork? Uh, getting them pointed in the correct direction, uh, steps when it comes to the short drop versus the long drop, um, getting his shoulder square. Those, those are the issues that, that you're going to face. But at the same time, those are the same issues that KJ faced for a long time. Uh, and for some reason, uh, he no one seemed to really work with him on those. But I, I guarantee he gets, he gets fixed uh, under Petrino. Now, whether that's someone that can start from day one, uh, and be ready to go, uh, or if it's someone that, you know, it may take a few extra weeks and, and mid-season, or, uh, but he's got all the tools. There's no doubt about that. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned all that, because when he, uh, when he committed to Arkansas, he said he knew he wanted to come to Arkansas after a few minutes in the film room with Bobby Petrino. And he said Petrino talked to him about footwork, 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 and so he sounds like he's teachable, and sounds like that's one of the reasons he wanted to come. Well, that, that's great to hear. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. I mean, that's the first thing I noticed uh, on all of his film was just how poor his footwork uh, was. And uh, so, obviously, uh, <laughs> Petrino, he's going to see everything. It, he's a guru. So, it uh, sounds like he he told him, hey, we've got a lot of work to do. Uh, are you willing to do it? And it sounds like he is. So, uh, definitely could be a good, good uh, match with him. Well, especially if he's six six, and I remember how Matt Jones had those strides at six six, and everybody thought he was probably a four six until they tried to catch him, and he was four three because those long strides get you they they cut yards yardage yardage down very quickly. They do. Okay, we're talking to Landon Leach. We got Ray Tucker, and we got you. If you want to call us at five zero one six six one one zero three seven, I'll look at some more live fan feedback. Also, when we come back on Drive Time Sports. Coach Kevin Kelly joins the zone each Wednesday presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club and save 50% off joining fees. LRAC.com Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. 
Call Middleton today at 501-847-0371. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee with Ava Bella Day Spa. It's Christmas time again. We have our Jingle Bell Special, which is $100, and that's an entire facial treatment. We also have our wonderful Christmas time special. You get a stress reliever massage, a peppermint scalp massage, and a foot scrub, all for $125. Just go to avabelladayspa.com, click on instant gift certificates, and you can purchase it right there. Send it to your recipient or print it out. Happy holidays! It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. It's the season for giving, and Saracen makes it special this December. Play to win an incredible Mercedes-Benz CLS 450 from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. With an alluring look of luxury, the CLS 450 is a top-of-the-line Mercedes, and it can be yours just for playing at Saracen. Only 40 minutes away, Saracen Casino is Little Rock's closest place to play and win the Mercedes-Benz of your dreams. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 foxy 4700 The Christmas sale going on now through December 21st at Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway and Russellville. 15% off in-stock ledge lounger furniture and game chases, chairs, Adirondacks, side tables, cornhole, lays pillows, and headrest pillows. 15% off in-stock PK grills and Prower automatic pool cleaners. And the spa truckload sale is still going on now with special holiday pricing on Hot Spring, Caldera, and Fantasy Spas. Luxury Pool and Spa Christmas sale going on now. Now in Conway and Russellville. Online at LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in. On the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. With us today, but we've got Ray Tucker, we've got Landon Leach, 605, we're going to add Pat Bradley, and now we've added Miss Linda. Hi, Miss Linda, let's see if I can, I'm hitting my button and nothing's happening, so maybe one of y'all are going to have to pick Miss Linda up there. I don't know, Ray. I can't get it to lock in, Rick. I can't either. Miss Linda, hang on, we'll, we'll get you on here in just a minute. Um... Okay, so, Landon, you were talking about the quarterback. Oh, here we go. I think I can punch her up now. Okay, Miss Linda, you're on. Hey, Linda. Hello? You're on. Linda Sutton, go ahead. Hey, Mr. Rick, my question is to you. I'm sorry if you covered it earlier. I was out and about and couldn't listen to the early part of the show. What are your thoughts on the $700 million contract (laughs) going to the Dodger pitcher, Otani? Well, you know, it's it's amazing that they had to go that high, and I think they had to go that high because the Toronto Blue Jays were close to that figure. And so the because you think about it, the the highest dollar contract in history of baseball, and it's been a while until now was Mike Trout. Mike Trout signed for 423 million. The highest Per year was forty-three million last year by Max Scherzer and Justin Furlander. Now I don't know that he's going to get seventy million a year. Evidently, quite a bit of the money is deferred uh, so that mm-hmm. the Dodgers don't go over the luxury tax and they can still sign other good players. But um, seven hundred million dollars again—that is two hundred and seventy-three million dollars more than the next highest contract is. I, I well, don't know my that, thoughts on it. Yeah, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, Linda. Well, my thoughts are these exorbitant salaries are the reason so many of us 
middle class working people can't go to professional sports because of these wild, wild salaries they're paying. They have to make it up in ticket sales and wherever they can. And it just aggravates me because when I was younger, my grandfather and I used to go to Wrigley Field and we spent mm. at the most $25. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, so the Dodgers, I don't know what their average ticket price is. They frequently draw 50000 They saw a lot of games. I heard today this stat that at, the, at Dodger Stadium, their beer is 30 cents more per ounce than the next highest beer price in, a, in any major league ballpark. In other words, if you go to the I game there, yeah, if you go to the game there, you're going to pay uh, to see the Dodgers play. Here, here's the thing that I don't agree with. One, I, I heard these guys when he signed. The, that announcement came at about the time Arkansas was tipping off with Oklahoma. So I was going back and forth because I wanted to see what the guys on MLB Network they did a special show just because of that. And guys were saying, you know, might be one, of, might be the greatest player of all time. Today, I heard. His pitching numbers compared to Babe Ruth when Babe Ruth was just a pitcher. There is no comparison. Babe Ruth was far superior to Shohei Otani. Babe Ruth won 92 games, twice pitched more than 300 innings, had a career earned run average of 2.33. Shohei Otani's is over three. He's never pitched more than 150 innings, and uh, he's won 30-something games. So no comparison there. And then when you want to go to power, yeah, he's powerful. He's never hit 50 home runs. Babe Ruth did it, what, three times, hit 60 home runs once. So let's don't start saying he's better than Babe Ruth. But he is a great I player. I would never say that. No, but he is very marketable. And I heard this brought up, and, and you could say this could be true. He is the major league equivalent right now of Michael Jordan in basketball. He is the celebrity when Michael was at his peak. And... I will say this, Major League Baseball is behind the NFL and the NBA in marketing. It was a huge story this weekend in the offseason, probably the biggest story MLB's had in the offseason in a long time. So if nothing else, that may have brought attention to their sport. Hey, Rick, I uh, <clears throat> earlier on the way in, I saw this. Um, he deferred six hundred and eighty million of the seven hundred million. He's only gonna make two million a year for the next ten years from the Dodgers. Really? <laughs> That's correct. That, Start, that. And so then what they're saying is, you know, because I had thought the reason they went so high is because it's California and the taxes. Yeah. Um, but they're saying then he'll be moved out of California, so uh, he's gonna make six hundred and eighty million between forty and forty nine years old. Holy smokes! Well, that's and plus that doesn't hurt him on the luxury tax, and right. he can certainly live on two million a year. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know if anybody reads the Babylon Bee. It's a satire. It's really hilarious. And uh, they had a deal where um, he signed for seven hundred million, which means he'll get fifty-eight dollars a year after his California taxes. <laughs> so, I uh, this is probably not apples to apples, but uh, uh, people thought Jerry Jones was crazy when he paid one hundred and forty-two million for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, now here's one right. player getting seven hundred million. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, think about this: uh, if he was making seventy million a year, which he's not, two teams, the Baltimore Orioles and the Oakland A's, both had in team payrolls less than that last year. So anyway. So I guess we, Mr. Rick, thank you so much for answering that, and I want to wish all of you, especially Mr. Ray, because I don't get to see him anymore, a most joyous and blessed holiday season. Thank you, you, guys. Linda. You bet. Great. Thank you, Miss Linda. Thank you very much. She is, she is a sweetheart. Uh, Miss Linda is a huge hog fan. She works uh, works out at uh, Chennault Country Club. The, the tavern there is called Linda's Tavern. Uh, she is an avid, avid hog fan. She's got more autographs, footballs, and hats, and base helmets and stuff. But anyway, just a marvelous lady. Well, that's really nice. And and I know we, we're talking about football. We're talking about basketball. We're talking about all kinds of things tonight. But I am glad we got to that. Because that is such a big story. And, Landon, I know you like baseball, too. And, and you just, again, baseball is the worst marketed sport of the three major sports. Uh, and I'm not counting hockey in, in Arkansas, but in other parts of the area, that's a country that's big, too. The NFL is by far the best. The NBA is second best. And Major League Baseball, even though if you watch the MLB Network, they've got some great uh, promos. 
but you have to be watching the MLB network to see them. So if you don't like Major League Baseball, you're not watching those things. And so the Otani story, that's what one guy said today. It's good to be signed with the Dodgers because they're such a marketable name team. It was great for baseball that he signed with the Dodgers. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they'll make their money back out of it, out of signing him, which sounds crazy. But just in ticket sales alone and, and uh, you know, clothing, everything, they'll, they'll end up getting their money back out of him. You think the Otani jerseys are on the market yet? <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> no, they are. I think they are. You know, when a team wins a championship, I don't know if you guys, I get email, I get the emails from fanatics all the time because uh-huh. I've ordered a few things there. And uh, the minute the championship's won, here comes the email. Get your T-shirt. Get your hat. Uh, so they must, and they're probably ready to mail out in a day or two. So one thing I will add on that too is, you know, they're painting basically as he's a top position player and a top pitcher. So they they're yeah. putting their stock in that sure. second Tommy John's going to hold. So and that's, uh, that's they better hold their breath. That's right. And some guys have made it back from two, and some haven't. So I think it's about 70% haven't and 30% have. Mm-hmm. And the 30% that have, Justin Verlander's one of them. Chris you know, Carpenter. Yeah, uh, Chris Carpenter was very good, too. But they're, they're, they're gambling that he's going to be good at 37, 38, and 39 years old. Right. I had not read any of that about the contract breakdown. And if they're getting away with that, if they're only paying him $2 million a year... That's, yeah, that's I I can't believe they're even allowed to structure a contract like that. Well, that's almost robbery, and and here's where you'd have to say for sure. No, robbery's on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but here here's where you'd say for him, um, life is not guaranteed. You know, the, to say the odds are he'll probably live to be 49 years old but there's no guarantee on it right so what happens i don't think he's even married so what happens to that money if something would happen to him that i couldn't tell you it's a good question don't know that either well anyway interesting topic okay so my next question was going to be to ask you about jacoby criswell since we were talking about the quarterback coming in we got about 45 seconds you want to give a quick take and then we may have some more when we come back yeah again i don't think it was fair to uh to judge what he can do on that missouri game uh went back and watched some north carolina a little film on him like what he brings to the to the table uh athletic strong arm uh some good accuracy and has played in an offense like petrino before so uh definitely will be competing for the starting job that's my. Are you, you're staying with us, aren't you, Landon? Yes, sir. Okay, oh, so great. Landon's going to be great. with us. Pat Bradley's going to join us. We've got Ray Tucker and Rick Schaefer, and Tommy's on the line. Tommy, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait five minutes while we go through this break. But when we return, we'll get to you on Drive Time Sports. How many guns does a man need? Just one more, of course. And as always, Max Prairie Wings is the place to go for that one more gun. With $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, $75 rebates on Beretta A300 Ultima, $150 rebates on the Beretta A400, and the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Supermax 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland for just 